0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire Demasquerade live play podcast. I am Savanna Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. In the midst of the Friendship Festival, Pyramid's 2.0 leader Dylan Zane tried to manipulate Doris' tarot deck, but ended up with a reading that suggested chaos was coming. Everett had to wait for Madre at the end of the three-legged race, which Evangeline won, and then conceded, and Val returned to the station to try to talk sense into Will, but ultimately agreed that if he still felt the same in three months' time, she'd turn him into a vampire herself. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here.
1: Val, after your tense confrontation with Will, you are driving back to the festival and you arrive to see the rest of your compatriots starting to try to shut this thing down so that people will be out before you have to gear up for the ambush itself. It has been, uh, overall, it seems like the crowd is in a relatively good space. Uh, I'm factoring in all of the general how successful is this festival Mm. based on the individual parts. We know your arm wrestling went over very well. The speech class went over okay for the kids. The tea leaves, Doris crushed it. Everett's karaoke was, one might call, uh, the shit show of the evening. But it was certainly (laughs) balanced out by Troy's incredible cat show, uh, which really saved the day on that stage after the the mediocre stripper performance. Uh, And the crowd had a great time with the three-legged race. So it seems like some friendships have been made. Between vampires and mortals, Doris, you must be very satisfied to see this crowd all kind of getting along and seeing vampires and mortals actually talking like even casually is a a big change from where a lot of these things happened, where like even if they were in a store, there would almost be two lines and no one would necessarily speak back and forth. But this seems like it's overall has has achieved some solid goals of unity. Unfortunately, they are all now unified and having fun in a shared space that you would like them to leave. And the Bruja hosts are technically helping you, but don't really have an interest in shutting this down as much as they do of being lit up uh, <laughs> and wasted and then going to murder a bunch of assholes. So you all have this moment to kind of come together and strategize on how you want to make sure everybody gets out of here on time.
2: Well, I think Val would have... She has a lot of energy that she needs to do something with. <laughs> So, as she's walking back into the festival, I think the main thing she would be doing is walking past booths and where people are. And if the booth is like, still selling things or still doing, it would be like, Show's over. We're shutting down. Shut down. Get the fuck out of here. And just harass (laughs) all the booth people to leave.
1: (laughs) Can you roll a strength and intimidation for me?
3: No. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Or actually, it would be. Manipulation and intimidation, unless you wanted to make a physical show of force to support your statements as you were doing this. Like, are you physically intimidating them or are you just using the power of the job?
2: I mean, it depends on if saying that will get anyone to move. So, I get, maybe <laughs> so you're going to sh-
1: try to use words for the first few and then <laughs> see how that goes, and then you'll make yeah, the call in the second half. No. Yes,
2: yes, I think that's true. Yes.
1: Okay. Alright, so so then it will be charisma and intimidation intimidation for this this first role.
2: It's two successes.
1: Two successes. They start packing up a little bit like the assistants are packing up, but they're still selling shit because there are people in line who want to give them money.
2: Well, (laughs) you know, uh, (laughs) well, it's Val. So, I, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, no. So let's say you're. you're we're going to choose this sample stall. It's selling Nibbler shirts. They're actually starting to move for some reason. Oh, then you Nibbler. look over and see some other merch is, is sold completely out. So this is the only memorabilia left at the event. Okay. Uh, it is one of those gray plastic fold-out tables under one of those cheap tents with the white-topped plastic roof mm. that kind of covers the area. There is a black grate sitting on top of another folding table behind them that's got sample clothes hung on it. They've got Cardboard boxes of Nibbler piss pants, t-shirts under the table in front of them with a few laid out. And then one of those cheap greenish gray metal cash boxes in front of them where they are doing cash payments. And then they've got one of the square app, uh, things on their phone to be able to trade things. out. It's a small line, five or 10 people looking to buy shirts. Uh, and the owner is pulling up my sheet. Uh, Fred R Karma, it says at the top. Fred R Karma's shirts. Uh, it looks like Fred was probably hired by the nibbler to do this. Fred <laughs> is a man in his sixties. He is ex- he he is wearing. A, he's he's a big guy with a big burly thing. He's got the beer gut. He, he's bald up top. There's a big tiger picture on his shirt, uh, and it's one size too small, so it's riding up. So he's got that that belly button showing in the middle, and he's just moving shirts, making a lot of finger guns. Uh, And he's just got a a plate of cheeseburgers sitting on the back table that are clearly meant for him when he gets there.
2: Do do I know this man's name?
1: Uh, It says Fred R. Karma's shirt's up top. So you would assume this is Fred as there is no one Mm. else at this particular booth. You've gone through like three or four and they have not listened.
2: Okay. So I think it's, I shove the way to the front of the line, push over whoever is in the front of the line. Whoa. I grab Fred by the front of his shirt and start to pick him up into my face. Fred, I don't think you fucking heard me. The show's over. The festival is closed. Pack up. Now. And She's going to start picking this man up.
1: <laughs> Can you roll a strength and intimidation, please? Yes. And then I get an extra intimidation.
2: Because I'm uh, physically and intimidating. And normally this you're man. at
1: minus one to deal with mortals.
2: Unless I'm intimidating. Yep,
1: exactly. Then <laughs> you're doing great. I think you're plus one to intimidate. So we got that there.
2: Okay. Uh, oh my God, Val is falling apart. Two successes on this.
1: Fred, where he's been hoisted up, is like, yeah, you're doing a lot of talk here. This is a friendship festival that you're hosting, and everybody's kind of cool now. I saw you be nice to those kids. Come on, just let me sell like 10 more shirts.
2: Val's going to put this man down, swipe his burgers off onto the floor, and then stalk off and look for the sheriff. Like, they am not going <laughs> to listen to me.
1: Not my like, fucking burgers. No. And Fred just starts crying uncontrollably in his booth. Uh, and He's still selling shirts while he's crying. He, just, he can't help himself but make the money, but he's just real bummed about his burgers. He loves burgers. Uh, and you stalk over to the other three who have just converged after the
4: race.
2: People aren't fucking leaving. What do you want me to do?
4: Uh. All right, let's start at the north end and we'll get everyone to start to file out through the south. Uh, we're going to turn lights off, we're going to turn music off, we're going to form like a line and just corral these folks out. Show's over, get get going, that kind of thing.
5: Perhaps we should sing Closing Time.
4: No. Um, we're uh, not going to do that. Like, this is serious. I, we need to do this now.
5: I, actually, that
6: that might actually work. Like if we start playing that, like it, people might be, be more inclined to like start moving towards the exit in like a steady fashion
4: all right fine if you can get it set up fast we got to do this now
6: <laughs> evangeline will run over to where the music's playing. All right.
4: so evangeline <laughs> is heading
1: for the karaoke area to start closing time yeah uh everett and val are going to start turning off lights at the north end of the event and start hurting people south doris what are you doing would you join team music? Would you join team form a line, or do you have a different plan that could help with all of this? There is also a microphone that has been used by sponsors that you could make announcements through. <laughs> oh,
5: <no. laughs> my first thought, the word that just popped in my head was "Snakes um, <laughs> 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 Just release snakes. No, just tell people that we've released oh. snakes. <laughs> that not, that, not that we have released snakes. Just that somehow there released. are snakes have been released.
1: <laughs> so you would like to go to the microphone and announce there are snakes?
5: <laughs> yes, I want this announcement.
1: <laughs> okay. No, doaky. okay. I
5: want this to pair exactly when closing time comes on.
1: <laughs> Great. So you need to go. You need to go claim the microphone. Yes. and then announce oh. that it's it's shutting down. So, <laughs> Everett and Val, you have the furthest to go, so I'm going to get to you in a minute. Evangeline, you are going over to Ripcord Mechanics where the karaoke is playing, knowing that you can commandeer those speakers to play Closing Time. Yeah. Uh, your problem when you arrive is that Sam Buttwise is currently singing Radiohead's Creep for the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> and when you approach... Sam is not willing to give up the microphone, as the next song is also Sam Buttwise's. So you are going to have to convince Sam Buttwise to give you the karaoke machine so you can do what you need to do. Tyler, we're bringing back Sam Buttwise.
4: You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And you're welcome, everyone.
3: <laughs> <Yay>.
4: <laughs> yes, he's, he's, all, he's just in the middle of singing. Just,
3: what the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. <laughs> All right, got uh, up next, we have Sam Budwise. me. Uh, in uh, and Evangeline just,
6: just walks up, um, kind of pushes the microphone down, or tries to, just like, hey, Sam, hey, Sam, yeah. we really got to shut everything down.
3: I've got another you know, song up here on the queue, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start you've that. you've
6: been being a creep and a weirdo for a really long time now. Uh, you, you don't know the half of it. Yep. I, yep, I know. Um, and people are starting to get really uncomfortable, and uh, we need to shut down. So I'm going to take over. We're going to play closing time, and we're going to pack all well, of this, and we're going to move.
3: People are often made uncomfortable when I, faced with important hey Sam. art. And hey, song. Sam. Hey, what? Hey, Sam. What? what? This
6: isn't negotiable. I'm it's, not asking you to do something. I'm telling you to do it.
3: And I'm telling you. No, I am. Or is was Sam a, a potential sponsor?
4: <laughs> You're not, not a top. sponsor. I'm, I'm going to I said, I said I am or was a potential sponsor. <laughs> I'm not lying.
6: Is, is Sam Kindred?
1: Tyler, what do you think? Is Sam Kindred? Uh, a guy this weird, probably. <laughs> probably. Sam yeah. is officially Malkavian uh, and Kindred. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Can you? R- oh. no, <laughs> no, go for it's it. Okay. I want, I want I'm to ready.
6: I'm ready to roll. Honestly, I, say,
1: no, I want to hear what you're going to say, and then we'll roll based on what you say. What your what your strategy is here?
6: Okay, uh, Sam. If you don't move now, you're going to be disobeying a direct order from an officer of the law.
1: Okay, let's roll. So that is manipulation. I would argue yeah. more than charisma. You're not trying to charm this guy. This is no. definitely directly affecting him.
6: He, is, he's, he can't be charmed.
1: And then, do you think this is <laughs> persuasion funny. to try to convince him to follow your order, or is this intimidation to threaten him with the force of the law?
6: Um, I, I think this this is persuasion.
1: Yeah, like let's she's go. not
6: she's not making herself physically bigger. She's like, dude, get the fuck out. Like,
1: <laughs> uh, all right, manipulation and persuasion then. Yeah, uh, and then. Mr. Buttwise, <laughs> yeah, if you could roll me as I look up the stats for this. If you could roll me, uh, if you could roll me five
4: d ten, that would be great. I'm assuming Mr. Buttwise is as well fed as any kindred in New Haven. Yep, one hunger. Okay.
6: Uh, two successes.
4: Ooh, <laughs> Sam. Uh, Fives are not successes, right? Correct. Yeah, Yeah. so zero then. Five was the highest. <laughs>
3: oh.
1: <laughs> zero successes for Sam Budweiser. Sam, you're aware that there is no law requiring you to accept an order to leave a karaoke machine, <clears throat> but this woman scares the shit out of you.
4: Okay. <laughs> this woman scares the shit out of him? Okay. Uh. So... Wrestling with both of those two things of like, you can't actually compel me to leave using the law, but you're also terrifying. He will start because the song has started up and just kind of pick up where the lyrics left off. He's like, but
3: I want you to know this. I'm around. I'm. I. I have a right. I have a right to be here. And
1: um, Evangeline, he's shaking I... so intensely. It's clear you can just take the mic and take over this situation. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. I'm going to. I, I let Evangeline is going to take the mic. Closing time, Sam. Closing Hold on. time. And then. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. Goodbye, Sam.
4: He's he's not going to stop you, but he is just kind of, kind of like take a few steps over to the side. Just kind of he's <laughs> he's protesting as best he can by just like. <laughs>
3: I being silent so and much. moving
4: over out of your way but not like leaving yet
5: yeah What want and, the world for this creepy
6: creepy man <laughs> <laughs> and uh as closing time starts to play event it's i think it's pretty easy to program this uh it's youtube uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> yeah youtube um uh, Evangeline just takes the microphone is like, thank you, everybody, so much. This was a wonderful festival, but, you know, we've got to get everyone cleaned up, and all the mortals need to be getting their kids to bed, and this is... it's time we wrap up.
1: Can you uh, roll me a... Uh, in, in a wits and awareness?
6: Uh, yes.
1: Oh, sorry, I lied. Use the, uh, wits and technology, but feel free to use the same number of dice if you already rolled. I did already roll. Great.
6: Uh, two successes.
1: Two successes. Uh, the thing you only realize after you've made the announcement is you didn't play the song Closing Time with the lyrics. You picked Closing Time out of the karaoke, karaoke? list. So there are no lyrics, which would mean if you want the full <laughs> impact of the song to hit the crowd, you are going to have to sing us a little bit of Closing Time. As Evangeline.
6: Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
5: otherwise, uh, Doris is just going to start making up lyrics. Yeah. Uh,
6: Evangeline is just like... Okay, I think like one verse is already gone, so... Yeah. Uh, and
1: huh? you've unplugged the karaoke screen, so you do not have lyric yeah. assistance.
6: Uh, so she's going to remember like as well as she can. <sighs> Closing time. <laughs> no, no more. No more alcohol. So... Finn, so, whiskey, beer, uh, closing time, you, you, you don't, you don't actually have to go home, but you really can't stay here.
1: Beautiful. Uh, So that's happening. I'm not making you roll for that. We're just giving you the full effect. If I'm going to make you do that, it's going to fucking work. Um, Doris. You go over to where the microphone has been hooked up for Mm -hmm. the announcements for the event. It's one of those (laughs) school intercom (laughs) office-style mics where you have to press down a little button and talk into it, set at a podium. But Cambridge, Canterbury, and the Nibbler are both there arguing over who gets to use the microphone next. Because they think this event has been so successful, they don't want it to end. So you have to get them to give you the microphone so you can shut this thing down. The music has not started yet. We're building up to that moment where it all come together.
5: Great. Um, who currently has the microphone?
1: They both do. They both have one hand on the microphone, and they are trying to yank it back and forth, but they are equally not strong, so it is not moving.
5: And she's going to just kind of sidle in between them and place a very clawed, uh, fingernailed hand into both of their arms. Um, just kind of like a Is this
1: forearm or bicep or where? Just so I can picture it. Just
5: forearm. Not to, like, not to draw blood or anything like that, just to make her presence known and just say, um as you're going to hear very shortly, gentlemen everything's done give me the microphone the strange, strange technology box which I probably shouldn't use so in retrospect I'm going to need (laughs) one of you to hold down the button (laughs) hey there Doris
2: (laughs) it's Doris Francis Barbara this has been a great event what do you mean we we can't close down now it's the merch is finally starting to move (laughs) (laughs)
5: Nibbler. Yes, We're Doris. We're done now. Voice.
1: Great. Doris, are you trying to... Uh, do, is this a, an intimidation? Is this a manipulation? Are you going to try to dominate the Nibbler? What's what's your vibe here with the Nibbler?
5: <laughs> going to try to dominate the Nibbler is the greatest phrase I've <laughs> ever heard <laughs> today. Um, uh, I think intimidation.
1: Great. You're naturally good at that. So that definitely works. Mm. Um, I would accept... Oh, yes,
5: I have accidentally scary.
1: Yeah, you do have that. Um,
5: right. Ooh.
1: So I would say it could be uh, manipulation and intimidation would both Great. work for this. Yep. Uh, I will. You get your, I think, a bonus die for being accidentally scary, mm-hmm. uh, and I will give you an additional bonus die for the claws oh, into the nibbler's arm because oh, that is a God. very clear threat. Uh, okay. Be extra unsettling.
5: Uh, oh, God, that didn't work out very well. Two successes.
1: Two successes... Uh, the Nibbler isn't ready to really fight you on this, but also isn't ready to leave or help you. So it looks like this is going to come down to Cambridge, Cantonbury.
0: Oh, oh, the Nibbler, the Nibbler's <laughs> resisting. Oh, the Nibbler's being all difficult. Well, not Cambridge, Canterbury. Cambridge, <laughs> Canterbury works with the town of New Haven. Cambridge, Canterbury works for the town of New Haven. Every
1: microphone. Let's <laughs> see. Can, can you roll me? Uh, <laughs> this would be six d tens.
6: Six d tens.
1: Sure. Uh, and Dell as uh, the nibbler. Can you roll me five? One, two, three, four, five.
6: Five successes.
2: I got three successes.
1: Nibbler, Cambridge Canterbury's words cut you so deep (laughs) that you burst into tears and run away. What do you yell (laughs) as you flee this scene ashamed?
3: (laughs) Oh, no,
2: it's all happening again. They rejected me again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the Nibbler runs into the distance. Cambridge Canterbury, you have the microphone to help Doris.
0: Hey, buddy. Oh, sorry. Uh, He just, and he puts the microphone aside. Uh, Sorry, uh, Miss Barbara, did you want to make
5: the announcement yourself? I'm going to need you to hold the microphone for me. Oh, okay. And he holds the microphone in front of her face.
1: And he does. And the song is about to start, but we need to figure out what led up to exactly this point.
4: (laughs) Howdy. I'm Everett Fry. I'm taking a little break from solving vampire crimes to talk to y'all about the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support these fine folks that bring you this show and other shows at a number of different levels. Well, hell, for just $1 a month, you get access to the patron-only Discord. Now, I don't know what a Discord is, but it's my understanding that it's a place where a bunch of the fans gather and hang out. And it's quite active. Hell, even some of the cast members show up on there, and they're quite active too. So if that uh, tickles your fancy into something you'd be interested in checking out, well, just head on over to Patreon.com slash That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. What the hell's a Patreon?
1: So at the north end of the event, Val and <laughs> no. Everett, you are moving to start turning off lights and shutting things down. What you do find is a massive outdoor generator that is whirring away, that has a little that has a tent around it that's been hiding the sound, and it's powering the majority of the streetlights, booths, and other things. The challenge is it's surrounded by five Bruja, and Madre is standing there with her arms crossed in front of it. Saying, like, what do you
4: guys want? Time to shut things down. We're here to turn off the power and get you folk ready for the big event later tonight. Yeah, well, the lady with a million
1: hats said we were done at 11, and uh, it's 1042. So we got 18
4: more minutes of juice here because Bruha don't lie to the guests. Well, as the sheriff, I'm saying we're ending a little early. Hmm. How many vampires did we say we could help you with again? Was it 20
1: or was it 15? I can't remember.
4: Can't remember if they're asking for me to she, recall an actual she, she, number no, or if she, that's a veiled threat. She's
1: actively <laughs> threatening with fewer <laughs> vampires helping you,
4: right? Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, Everett's not very good at this kind of shit, so what would he say? Um <laughs> Admittedly, Val is also here.
2: Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Val. Stop <laughs> Madre, come on. You know we talked about this. We'll uh we'll take the party elsewhere. People are already starting to disperse.
1: All right. I got a, I got a, I got an idea. What if we, uh, what if we say the night continues at uh, the Nosferatu main street? You know, we get along well with those uh, pointy eared Milton weirdos. We could have some fun.
4: Officer Miller, uh, Nosferatu quarter. That's like a entertainment district party district. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) And it's the east
1: side of town, so it will send them directly. Yeah. yeah, that sounds all right. Afterwards, yeah. All right. Let's send out some fucking tweets, Madre yells, uh, pets little stinkums, and then coordinates with the Bruja to start a campaign to tell everybody to go to the Nosferatu district. Uh, and you have access to the tent to go in and uh, deactivate the generator. When you enter the tent, though, you realize uh, neither of you work with generators, and this one is industrial <laughs> strength. So you can see a collection of buttons, switches, and knobs. It is the size of a small car. Like, if you think it's smart car size, that's the, the generator here that is firing oh away. What do you want to do?
2: My uh, pitch, oh, go ahead.
4: Just looking around, Everett would be like, oh, no one's in here to help. I would look, I'm assuming this is a brew hall generator they were outside making sure nobody messed with it Your brew hall too right
2: yeah fucking uh, clan of the generator of the clan sure
4: sure <laughs> i don't know all i'm saying is this i'm gonna go see if i can find someone to help us shut it down if i'm not back in like two minutes you shut this down the brew hall way. does that make sense to you
2: yeah it fucking makes sense
4: all right i'll hopefully be back in two minutes and i step outside looking for someone who Can you roll me an, in, an intelligence or wits and
1: investigation?
3: <laughs> Generator of the plane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Bruja, the electricity vampires.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, two ones, but not on a uh, blood die. I can't remember. Or a hunger That's dye, just uh,
1: minus... One or two successes, whatever the balance of two tens is. It's minus two successes.
4: So four minus two leaves me with two successes.
1: Uh, You do a very quick asking around and discovered that the generator was actually provided by the city. Uh, and there were two city workers who were here to work on the electricity, but unfortunately, one of them got too drunk uh, and the other <laughs> had to drive them home. It was Margaret Hexenhouse and Teddy. So when Evangeline said Teddy had to go home, he took Margaret and there's no one here to deal
4: with the generator. <laughs> yep. All right. Just quick on the radio then, like even before the two minutes, just uh, Officer Miller, it's the brew hallway.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. You're looking at your smart car and there are a ton of cables running out of the back of it and along the ground. Um What do you do? Bruja Val, electrician to the vampires? Mm
2: -hmm. I think it's definitely, it's just putting a fist in and pulling out cables. And she has a little bit of experience with this because she knows how to hotwire cars. So I think it's more of a, all right, know where some of these wires are and I will pull them out.
1: (laughs) All right, let's do uh, dexterity and drive.
2: Or. If possible, could I use my larceny for this? Just uh, I yeah, I would. I would accept larceny if you
1: at. if you want it for for your hot wiring skills. Yes. Yes.
2: All right. Dexterity and larceny.
1: Strength would be just for punching. Dexterity is to not grab a live wire.
2: Exactly. All right. We got four successes.
1: Fist goes in, cables come out. You're not burnt. The whole place goes black. Uh, <laughs> it immediately goes out. <laughs> Uh, You hear music start from Ripcord Mechanics where it's plugged into a physical building. So that works. You didn't shut down that system. The music kicks off. The first verse, there are no lyrics because this is where (laughs) Evangeline is realizing she has to sing. But Doris is on a microphone, which is also plugged into a building. So Doris, as the lights immediately go to zero (laughs) through the whole street, uh, what do you say over the announcement?
5: So I think that she'd hear that no one's singing the first verse of Closing Time. And I'm like, no, this is my idea. I have to do this. So...
4: (laughs) Are we going to get a duet? (gasps) Of two different locations?
5: (laughs) (laughs) So the lights go down. (laughs) The music comes on. God. Okay. And um, she's like, oh, well, I I guess I'm singing Closing Time, but it's going to be the (laughs) (laughs) Taurus version of Closing Time. And you just hear a tiny voice. Just saying, oh God, I'm not going to be able to get through this, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> here. There are snakes. Someone let some snakes out and they're going to start. <laughs> can't fuck <butt> me. <laughs> <laughs> let's,
1: start, let's start from the beginning. It's We're going to start from the beginning.
5: Up. Guys, this is why I don't do improv in person. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <You> here. <clears throat> There are snakes. Someone let some snakes out and they're going to start biting you all. (laughs) Poisonous snakes. Snakes with peace along. You wonder how did they get that many snakes? (laughs) And then it just keeps going
3: on. And then it loops.
1: Yeah, it it circles back again. Um, Okay, so all the lights on the booths and all the public events are down. Street lights, some of them are burnt out. Some of them are still on. And the buildings have lights. But all the power just got cut. This creepy <laughs> song has started. Uh, and it all happened at the same time. Oh, my God. This is the weirdest role in the world. How do I do this? Um,
6: There's still, like, Doris. street lights, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Still... Some of
1: them are burnt out because the Bruja don't have the best, uh, what am I say, infrastructure okay. as the team of rebels. I'm not fixing that light. You fix that fucking light. Uh, but... They, they, there still is some not light. Not plunge um, into
6: pitch black. No, no, no. <laughs> but
1: definitely startled. Uh, if you were inside a tent, all the power just went out. Um, Doris, can you roll <laughs> me a a wits and awareness?
5: Yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> wits and awareness. Okay. And she's just keeping, keeping singing. Yes. There might be a python and we don't know know where it went. (laughs) Three successes.
1: Three successes. Okay, and can you roll me a charisma or a wits and intimidation?
5: A charisma and intimidation, or a wits and intimidation. Sorry.
1: Yes, I would accept either wits and intimidation for your cleverness of singing this spooky song, or charisma charisma. intimidation for your ability to deliver a spooky song. Great. Oh
5: dear. One, two, three, four
1: successes. Four successes, and then you had three successes.
5: Yeah, I think I saw the Python. It was right over there, and just just great.
1: This scares the shit out of the crowd. So they are immediately terrified of the power being cut and an immediate threat of snakes combined with incredibly eerie music and a, a, a like, sing-song, whispery, childlike voice threatening them with snakes, because... With,
6: like, combined with, I
1: know Not, not, no, that's, that's verse two, and that's its own unsettling thing that happens in a moment.
3: Okay. So, no.
1: first one is that, and the Good smarter friend. members of the crowd who've stayed informed also have heard reports of the snake attack in the hospital, So they believe this is very real and very terrifying. So the crowd immediately starts uh, panicking and running in in all directions. Uh, They're moving towards all exits, including the north. Um, At which point the second verse kicks in uh, and now we have a second layered voice singing an awkward, nervous version of closing time because neither of you can hear that the other one is singing. Uh, But you do realize, Doris, that a, a large portion of the crowd is running north, which is not where you want them to run from the snakes. So you do notice this and have a okay. chance to add in the fact yeah. that the snakes are coming yeah. from the north to send people <laughs> south. So I would love to hear the lyrics that specifically direct this crowd while still threatening them with snakes. This
5: <laughs> is the worst song I've ever sung. I can't even get it out. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Um. <laughs> Um, snakes, <laughs> the snakes are in the north. You gotta run down to the south, especially if your name is Cleopatra. That didn't end very well for her. Snakes to the north, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it becomes cries of snakes to the north. Um. <laughs> Normally, I would give that to you for free, but you're defo going to have to roll again because of that weird Cleopatra bit in the middle that got confusing but was excellent. Um, oh, yeah,
5: right. I didn't even put the two together. No. <laughs> no. I just decided that Cleopatra was killed by a snake, so I'm like, oh, that makes
1: sense. Correct. Okay. Actually, in this in this world, she was killed by a sniper rifle, but we're all having oh, our shit. own
5: journeys. <laughs> she was a vampire
1: that ran your town. Um, oh, dear. This one will be manipulation and intimidation. Because you're okay. trying to steer the crowd more yeah. actively than just sing to them.
5: Everyone runs south, unless you really like snakes, in which case, <laughs> go to the north. Um. Oh, that's all five successes.
1: Okay, yeah. The, you, uh, one of them
5: d- is on a hunger dice. I don't know, one in ten is on a hunger dice. Do you have a second ten? Y- yes.
1: Okay, that is... A messy successy! Yay! Whee! So you tell them the snakes are coming from the north uh, and they see bursting out of a tent two dark shadowed figures. At which <laughs> point people- Just holding people, these
4: noodles, these two yeah, big, <laughs> yeah,
1: <they're, laughs> these <no>. just, <laughs> two writhing cables. Everett's helping unplug cables uh, oh. just to make sure the power stays off and they start <laughs> seeing two vampires. They just yell, oh shit, snake <laughs> vampires! Uh, and you just have this fucking- Insane crowd of like drunk people leaving because it's closing time because they weren't listening to the lyrics and the, or they were too close to record mechanics. People panicking about snakes and now people thinking there are vampires hurling snakes at the north end of the no. festival.
3: Yeah.
1: Booking yeah. it out of there. Uh, can each of you roll me one D10 and I need to know if it's a success or a failure. All of us? Yep. I'm using four of you collectively for the
4: crowd.
5: That's a success. Ooh, Success. Success.
4: Ever a one?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
4: just that's just a fail. Uh, all right.
1: The, the crowd. They, there are some jostling and some bumps, and undoubtedly there are going to be some like bruises tomorrow. Oh, shit. But nobody gets trampled. You don't see the need to like call in any medical care. People just get the ever loving okay. fuck out of there for all and, of
5: you. <laughs> and you just hear, "Thank you for coming to our French festival." Sorry about the snakes.
1: <laughs> and the only people who hear that are the four of you and the Bruja who still remain. It just, okay. it echoes sadly over an empty street full of like Sorry knocked over tents and the thrown, thrown yeah. aside drink cups. Uh, it's just a, a creepy ghost land now.
6: <laughs> Except for Evangeline, who's just singing the chorus because that's the only part she was really <laughs> confident
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, everyone will remember the night of closing snakes. Um <laughs> But you all now uh, have your your Bruja associates uh, and you can move north to set yourselves up to engage with whatever threat is coming along those roads. What positions do you want to be in? Where do you want to position yourselves? You have enough of the Bruja that they can cover two of the avenues, but you will need to cover the third. There is the main thoroughfare and there are the two side thoroughfares. I think you'd originally talked about possibly putting the Bruja ahead, setting stuff up to, to stop people and having them come in from the flanks. Uh, you could just have them do that and you could cover one of the side avenues and they could cover the other. Or where do you want to be
4: positioned with this? Well, with, this, with the main road here, I think that's where we should focus mo- most of these bodies, the, the, the brew hall support that we're receiving. I think that makes the most sense. Um, set them up in these uh, buildings here uh, where they said they're all right to just potentially burn a block in, in urban warfare. All we need to do is basically, uh, we had some roadblocks set up that could be put into place rather quickly. Basically, yep. once we create a kill box, I say uh, stop them from moving forward, stop them from moving backward, and then just ascend on them from both sides. Now, we will need a smaller party for these side roads in case some of them break off or there's a smaller contingent hidden that way. Uh, I'll take I one can go them.
5: On a, I can go on a side road. All right. I'm not I'll- much good in a fight, but I can look people in the eye.
4: Officer Barber, you'll be with me, then. You and I will take the uh, the eastern side road. There's a western one as well, I believe. Uh,
5: right. There Miller, shouldn't be any snakes there.
4: Miller and Clark, uh, y'all can either stay here and I can send some brouhaha that way, or vice versa. You feeling strongly one way or another?
2: I was going to look at Evangeline. How you feel about being in a thick of combat tonight, Clark?
6: I mean, I never really wanna be in the thick of combat, but like,
2: it, I mean, the Bruja are kind of the better fighters, right? Val looks back at Everett. You want us to stay back here then as a last resort?
4: No, someone's gotta watch the road. Uh, I'm sending you two. You two are gonna watch the side road.
2: Okay you got it sheriff
4: stay on the radio none of that radio silence crap we're going to stay in constant communication with each other be ready to move if you have to bring a car to each location great so you have two squad cars
1: unfortunately the tricycle has been left behind it's just, it's not a combat tricycle, no no matter how much That's Doris true. wanted it to be. Uh, you are both, you are splitting the party, so two of you, yeah. uh, two, splitting the coterie, two of you will be on the east side road that is coming down, two of you will be on the west, just in regards to the main street. So yeah. they're kind of three, think like a trident kind of thing. They can swerve around and come down the side roads or continue down the center. The Bruja and Madre are fucking pumped. Uh, most of them seem kind of fucked up but in a way that you would imagine like a gang or like a criminal organization gets fucked up before they go into a real nasty brawl. Uh, they have big concrete street kind of blocking dividers mm-hmm. that they have sat in alleys that they are just going to have Bruja hulk up and run out and just drop at the front and back of whatever is coming through. Uh, it seems very well equipped. They seem super nasty. They're, they, they know what they're doing uh, in a way that a lot of the times you've worked with other vampires or with mortals and they don't. This is a crew that is very clearly equipped for street-to-street fighting. Uh, But you are on the east and the west. These are straight-line streets. They curve towards you at the end, so you can't see all the way down. Uh, It's kind of like you get to look down the street, then they curve towards the center. uh, And then they curve from behind you back to meet the main thoroughfare that leads towards Main Street. You Both both groups have a squad car, uh, and you would have the weapons of your choice from the station. You have a very small number of silver bullets. Uh, I would say one clip each. So we'll say theoretically somewhere between eight to 12 shots, or six if you're Everett, uh, because those were claimed from your uh, kindred vitae heroin bust, uh, where you Mm -hmm. can take those out of the clips of people who are fallen, but that's it. Otherwise, you're back to traditional ammunition. Uh, Silver bullets are incredibly rare. You've had multiple shipments picked off, and you just haven't been able to restock since the foundation of the town or before. So the Bruhar holding down the central thoroughfare and are prepared for their ambush, and you are splitting. So we have Everett and Doris on one side, and we have Val and Evangeline on the other. Both teams have one squad car, uh, which, if parked sideways, would functionally block the two lanes unless people were going to mm-hmm. take the sidewalk. But there are street lamps. It's a very traditional kind of suburban-ish street townhouses on both sides. So kind of a wall of buildings. There's not a ton of alleys on, on where you're dealing with. Uh, the question is... What weapons are you carrying and where do you position yourselves? Do you stay behind the squad car? Do you go to the buildings to the side? Where do you want to park the squad car? Or do you want to pull it out in a surprise? It's entirely up to you.
5: I'm on top of the squad car because I need line of sight to do uh, my stuff. So,
4: Okay. Let me know if this changes your mind. I was thinking of having the squad car parked across the road to stop traffic, to stop people from coming down the road.
5: Oh, so we're not even... Anticipating fighting anyone at all, so we're just kind of hanging well, back.
4: I, I think
1: he's oh. preventing anybody from possibly driving through. Yeah. So yeah. the idea would it's, be that it's they a just makeshift drive past roadblock. You.
3: Yeah. Mm.
5: Oh yeah, for sure. I was just thinking more like, if stragglers come down the alley, then I'd need to be able to see them.
4: Okay, then why don't we have the car but out we can of the do that. way a little bit, and then That's you can fine. be on top to catch them that way. Sure. I was
5: gonna, yeah. Well, whatever.
4: That- that's an option. Okay. Or
1: if you wanted to, uh, you've got enough time that you could kind of break into a townhouse and put the car in one of the garages and then just pull it out onto the street when someone's coming if you want to not be as obvious a roadblock.
5: I'm, I'm happy with the roadblock option. That's, that's fine.
4: Okay, I was well, just thinking
5: like uh, I just need to be able to see anyone uh, who's coming through if they decide to just hop on top of the car.
4: Let's do best of both worlds. Then we'll cool. hide the car. I like that okay. idea a lot. For it's just in a garage, and then we we pull it out. Um, but we will uh, have you on the. Um, oh, I don't know if Doris would go for this, but on the like cars, like loudspeaker for your verbal commands to be heard. They have to
5: see me. We like we have to lock eyes.
4: Yes, sure, but they also seat, have to be but, able to hear you. So he's he's covering
5: right.
1: your distance because you've right. tried to yell through a closed window before and couldn't <laughs> dominate. So this oh, is a clever move. Okay, yeah. got it. Cool,
5: cool, cool. <laughs>
4: so you're in the passenger seat. I'll drive. Cool. And we're we're kind of pulled out of the way. And um, if anybody comes through, we'll pull into the into the roadway, lights on, and all that kind of stuff. And then you've also got your mm-hmm. loud vocalization for any kind of commands you want to issue. And you're in the okay. front seat, so you can see out the windows and and hopefully. Lock into whoever you need to lock into. Mm. Sure. Okay, cool. So that's what we're what we're doing then. Great. Val uh, and Evangeline, what is your strategy?
1: Oh, did you have something you wanted to add, Tyler?
4: Just you asked about weapons, and I do want to specify oh, yes. that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take, I think, a shotgun from the patrol car in addition to like having my mm-hmm. silver bullets in my revolver on my hip, but I will be having a shotgun as well.
1: Cool. Yeah, I will specify uh, because you would have had time to load up for this one. Uh, If you want to have like an M16 or an AK-47, that's cool, too. Like, don't just think of it as like what a cop would have in the trunk. No, no, no. You knew this was happening. You've had time to visit the armory today, so you can be as heavily or not heavily armed as you want.
4: Okay, then I think a rifle would be better, actually. Cool. I'll I'll take a rifle instead.
1: Thank you. Picture that. Uh, And would you guys be wearing body armor? It's generally not required for vampires, but it would be optional. I mean, it if should stop can... a silver
4: bullet, pretty good. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, she'd have it over her outfit. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm.
1: Great. So uh, you yep. you you bust into a townhouse. You get the car in the garage. You're both strap into your your vests uh, and pick out your weapons. Doris, it sounds like you're relying on the powers of your mind and your occult abilities. Are you carrying yes. any other traditional weapons outside no. of the pistol and the stakes that would be on? Oh, I guess you're not wearing your uniform, so you wouldn't wouldn't even no. have
5: those. Just a just her ability to spider.
1: Valid. Uh, Val and Evangeline, where, how, are, how are you guys positioned and, and what's your strategy?
2: Hmm. Hmm. Um, I do think having the car off to the side to be able to drive in, Val would be in the car kind of positioning it uh, to be able to strike out with the car. Um, if it's townhouses, there's
6: often like blocks of townhouses, then a gap, then another block. Mm-hmm. If we can kind of can be in park in between the houses,
1: sure. Yeah, let's do that.
2: Yep. And she would turn to Evangeline. If there's a car coming fast or people coming, I might just try to barrel into them. I mean, we can lose this fucking car, but so be ready to bail out of the door if you need to. Oh. Uh,
6: oh.
2: Okay. All right.
6: Weird to. Ev- she unclips her seatbelt.
1: <laughs> Eventually, <Evangely, can laughs> ready you, to fail out. Eventually, can, can you roll me a wits and awareness?
6: Yeah. Three successes.
1: If Val is going to use this car as a weapon, you don't have to be in it. Right. It could be really weird to put you both <laughs> in the front seat of a car you plan to drive directly into the enemy.
6: Right. Okay. Uh, do you know what? Why don't I uh, just go across to the other side of the street and uh, just kind of hide out there and see if I can see anyone coming,
2: because we're kind of blind in here. Fucking great idea, Clark. Sounds good. Okay.
1: So you're both also strapped into body armor. What are you carrying weapon-wise? You're in uniform, so you have your stakes. you have your pistol. Those are a given, but anything in addition to that.
2: So, Barty mentioned having a Claymore mine. Are there other explosives at the police station?
1: The only traditional explosive that is at the police station is Barney's claymore mine, which he keeps in a safe. It's not That's for his police personal usage.
4: claymore oh,
3: mine, okay.
1: but you've had time to prepare and you knew that this was coming. So what do you want to have? And then I'll tell you if it's reasonable.
2: Well, definitely. It's mainly the shotgun. I was just thinking if there are any other explosives possible to use in combat.
4: Would there be any of that nasty crowd control shit that cops use? you guys aren't that well-funded.
1: And if your crowd gets yeah. bad, you have a hundred vampires. So like everybody dies. So I don't think you would have any of that. But what I will say is Val, can you roll me five D 10s? Yes. I'm Calvin balling this fucking I'm hardcore, spy. but give me, give me five, Uh,
2: two successes,
1: two successes. I, you have found two sticks of dynamite Okay, that you managed to pick up in previous raids that are in the evidence locker. So you still have to light them and then throw it and kind of ballpark how much of the the stem, the fuse you want to have for the mm-hmm. length of time. But you do have those. That roll was randomly on a rank of one to five. How good was shit in the, ele- uh, the, yeah, the, uh, yeah. uh, the evidence locker?
3: Uh,
2: I, think, <laughs> I think at that point. Val has two things she wants to do then. One is, I think we're going to give sticks of dynamite to Evangeline. You're going to stay in a foxhole. You're going to be down here. Here, use these. And then she'll go back to the car, and she's going to punch out the whole front windshield. So if she hits something, she could fly out of the windshield.
6: <laughs> okay. okay, Evangeline,
1: do you have any questions as she hands you dynamite before yeah, she walks you know,
3: away?
6: I mean, wait, who do you want me to throw these at? Wait, I thought you were using the car as a weapon.
2: What am I using? What am I doing? What do you expect me to do with these? (laughs) Val will come back and fish a lighter out of her pocket and give it to Evangeline. Look, it's just fucking options. We don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Use your brain. I don't fucking care. And then walks back to her car. Wow, okay. (laughs) Evangeline's not going to
6: push it, but Okay.
1: All right. So you're strategically in position. Everett and Doris are inside a vehicle hidden inside a garage. Val, you are inside the windshieldless squad car that you have tucked in between some townhouses well on the opposite side of the street. Evangeline, you've got two sticks of dynamite and you're functioning as a lookout from inside yeah. uh inside a house, I imagine looking out a window or are you crouch behind like a concrete steps outside the house. Where do you where do you see yourself?
6: Um uh, we've got a number of like porches
1: mm-hmm.
6: and stuff and people with chairs so I mean there are no
1: people to be clear but no, there no, are a couple no, sorry, of chairs. sorry, sorry. On I mean
6: like I mean people would have like chairs on their like front porches and things like that, right? Yep. So I think Evangeline's just going to like casually sit down like she belongs in this neighborhood. <laughs>
1: That's very reasonable. They wouldn't know that you'd emptied this place theoretically. Yeah. so so nice work overall. uh yeah. everyone is in position uh, and you know the clocks are ticking over to eleven thirty. Val and Evangeline. uh are there any parting words that you share before you have to kind of hunker down and get ready for combat to begin? Evangeline, Evangeline
2: wouldn't say anything. They <laughs> 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 so made it very
6: awkward. Val sorry. is not in the mood to talk. Evangeline doesn't want to set her off again.
1: <laughs> so there's silence from from one of the from we'll say the the eastward street. You guys will be on on the the right side of the Trident. Cool. On the left, Everett and Doris, you are waiting for the time to tick over. I don't know if it's possible for Doris to sit in a car silently for 10 minutes. Uh, what are What's kind of your conversation leading into the action beginning?
4: Uh, Doris, I've been meaning to ask you or one of the other officers, too. Uh, yes, sir. You know, you've been in this kind of life longer than I have. Is this kind of how it goes? This just a typical day for y'all?
5: Hmm, it's a very interesting question. I would say the methods change over the years, but the conflict stays the same.
1: Hmm. I will say historically, this is much more overt, Doris. Usually it's the masquerade. You can't have anyone know what's happening. New Haven's really changed the rules. Vampires are out and open. People aren't hiding Mm -hmm. those secrets. Like the idea of sending whatever an assault fort is is by road would be the end of like a 10-year major political structure with incredible risk.
5: It's much more casual now. Right. Um, There was perhaps more subterfuge before New Haven, but perhaps this town gives us all the chance to be who we are for better or worse.
4: I gotta say, I've been seeing a lot of the worse. Well, I don't know what the better is yet.
5: Neither do I, sir. But uh, perhaps that in and of itself is worth uh, taking note of. Yeah. Yeah, I'll
4: keep that in mind. Say, uh, apropos of nothing, just kind of out of the blue here. If all I had to go on was a name, would you be able to kind of use your powers to help me find someone? Is that something I don't, you've done before?
5: I don't think that's within my capability. Uh, I don't think, it's Ryan... It's not um,
1: within the traditional capabilities <laughs> of your magic. No. But Doris has spent centuries convincing people that she has abilities that she does not. So this is a defining question for Doris, which is, do you admit you can't do this?
5: Oh, yes. I, I think so. I think she... Because she has tasted blood where it's like,
1: She can tell clans, she can tell how powerful people are, but it doesn't necessarily (laughs) help with tracking.
5: Yeah. Um, I don't, I can't do that. Unfortunately, that's not a a magic I've heard of. Perhaps some sort of scrying ritual. I could look into it, but uh, do you have anything of them?
4: No, no, I don't. Uh, Just a nay, yeah, worth a show. It's no problem that I I figured it was kind of a shot in the dark, long, Mm. long shot, but...
5: Well, if their face appears in my tea, I'll let you know.
4: Right, right. All right. Thanks.
1: And you all begin to hear the roar of engines coming in the distance. Uh, And you can see the, the final minute tick over until the expected time of the assault. And you hear from the main street, which is to the right of... Doris and Everett, and to the left of Val and Evangeline, gunfire begin to erupt. You can hear what sounds like a war zone starting only a block away. And that's when you look down the street uh, and see a black SUV and two motorcycles comes tearing around the corner, sprinting towards the town itself. It's time for you to defend New Haven. It's time for you to protect the Friendship Festival And it's time for you to find out what's been sent against you.
0: This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter Del Borvik at DelTastic on Twitter Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at TheRyanLaPlante on Twitter This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at DelBorvik.com That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C Our theme songs are what's really going on right now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzard, J A H Z Z A R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dum's and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well,
1: my kindred.
0: Sleep well in this world of dark.
1: Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Norma Byers, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos. Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Nithrian, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumb dice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you.